We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, Final Card, Weather, DraftKings Update, and the Viewer Chat. Remember to smash the like button for the video. Also, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, after the fact, on demand, like always, uh, download all the episodes that are up there anyway. Whether you want to listen to them or not helps out the show, as does a rating and review of five stars, even if just the rating, not the review. The five stars is the important part to all that. All the stats that you'll see today, the ownership projections that I'm taking, uh, and when we talk about all of the players and whether they're good off the tee or on bent grass or whatever, come from FantasyNational.com. Use code MAYO or FantasyNational.com slash MAYO. Get yourself 20% off. What a deal! 20% off. Uh, The cheat sheet and the write-up are up on DKNation.com. You can find everything else where you normally find. The Listener's League link is in the description of this podcast and video. However, it is full for this week, so I recommend that you tune into the Saturday evening, Sunday morning show for the first look, which will be for the St. Jude next week, the WGC, uh, and reserve your spot early, because it's not getting any bigger. They guaranteed $100,000, no rake, and that's apparently as high as they're going with this. Uh, Don't blame them. You can't make a rake-free contest the biggest tournament on DraftKings, although it seems like we'd have the people to fill it at this point. So get your spot early for the Pat Mayo Open on DraftKings. Let's jump into the chat right now. Actually, now let's do the picks first. Let's do the picks. Talk about the picks. So nothing's really changed for me since Monday. I'm actually leaving some spots open. Uh, if I want to go live bet, I uh, have a few bullets in the chamber. It's a tough week to figure out because I do really like Dustin Johnson a lot at the top. I'm not really into the 10 to 1, so I'm just going to take some shots down the board, play some first round leaders, maybe some top 20s, maybe a double. I got one of those on the card. So Paul Casey, 25 to 1, going with that. EVR, I got him at 40. I think he's down to like 30 now. Apparently everyone ever has bet on EVR this week, so there's probably no chance that he's going to win, but that bet is locked in at 40 to 1. So Eric Van Gruen, the South African, 
Minnesota Golden Gopher is 40 to 1. Doc Redman, I got it 50 to 1. I'm in on that. He has drifted a little bit, which I'm frankly kind of surprised about. I have burned Weisberger at 90 to 1 with a top five each way. So half the bet to the 90, half the bet to the top five at one fourth the odds. That number has actually drifted even more since I bet it, but I'm locked into that one. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. You can find them as low as 125 to 1 in some spots, uh, but around 90 or 100 in most spots. So Bernd Wiesberger banking on the guy who's sixth in this field in the world rankings, being priced at almost triple digits. So that's just more of a blind guess on talent rather than any way that he's playing right now because he is not playing well, in the two rounds that he played at Memorial, not all that great. Did gain off the tee and around the green, though, so that's nice. Uh, and then the one bomb that I'm taking, my guy, Chase Seifert, 125 to 1 with the top five each way. I'm giving a pass. This is going to really sting me here because I'm going to end up live betting them during contention. That's why I'm saving the bullets. List and see, woo, Kim, uh, their odds are just too bad this week. Uh, they're being priced up as people that players that people actually want to bet on that's never a good sign for those guys so staying away from that top 10 seifert eight to one chess and hadley nine and a half to one top 20s Derek ernst seven and a half cameron percy and chris baker the creative player they're both nine to one first round leaders along with the top five each way that goes along with them so chase seifert 80 to one bryce garnett 100 to one cam davis 110 charl and Derek ernst 125 to one spawn 150 percy and baker 175 and the gim reaper doug gim 200 to one to be first round leader or come inside the top five either one is good for me i'd prefer you know not only do they become first round leader and get their top five but a top five at these prices fine with me one and done, I'm going with Casey. Jeff has taken EVR, and Cust has taken Bubba Watson, who has played every single event since the restart has happened. And the one PGA plus Corn Fairy double that I've played, Dustin Johnson plus my guy, Big Will Z, Zelateros. Uh, those two combined together is 86 to 1. So that's my DJ exposure outside of DraftKings this week is that. Uh, and when we look at the overall ownership in terms of... DraftKings this week, who's going to be the highest-owned guy. Looks like Paul Casey is going to be the highest-owned guy, him or Tony Finau. Doc Redman and EVR are spiking up as well. Lucas Glover and Harris English shouldn't be too far behind. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood and Dustin Johnson are going to carry a pretty decent amount of ownership as well. Brooks Kepka is the guy from the very top, and no one is going towards. I have him projected right now around 7% ownership which uh, we'll end up seeing where that goes. It could be one of those situations where people see that no one is using Brooks Kepka and be like, I'm going to use Brooks Kepka, and then he ends up at like 12%. That's always the tough part of doing this on a Wednesday afternoon. The later you wait in terms of the day, the closer you get to actual lock, the better that the ownership projections are going to be. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo to see the real-time updates on all of this stuff. Uh, the other ones that I would project pretty highly, Harris English is going to garner a lot of ownership. Sam Burns is another one uh, in that area. So when we talk about all these guys at the very top and in that 8000 lower $9,000 area that are carrying so much ownership, you can assess this one of two ways. You can go with the double stack at the very top and take two 10K guys and then drop way down and avoid that high ownership area in the middle or just avoid the 10K guys and build them all together. I think that Stars and Scrubs is going to be the preferred. When I say Stars and Scrubs, like Dustin, two eights guys and then the rest is probably going to be the most common build this week so let's say you started your alliance with matthew wolf instead i don't think it really matters who's highly owned and who's not if you do that build because so few people are doing that sort of balance build this week i would say the balance build quote unquote 
probably starts with Paul Casey and works its way down because he's the cheapest of the 10K guys. So that would be my thoughts on that situation. Weather for the week, um, it looks pretty consistent. When the guys first take the course tomorrow, it's going to be a little bit better than the afternoon, but by like two miles per hour. Wouldn't really worry about Thursday. And then on Friday, there's going to be, it says gusts up to 26, 25 almost all day. But again, it starts out at 13, goes up to 15 uh, while the golfers are on the back end of the course. That's not as significant of a difference as I'd like to see to actually say that, hey, this wave has better, this wave doesn't have a better. And weather being so entirely difficult to predict as it is, that maybe you want to take a shot on a PMAM or an AMPM and just hope to get lucky with the wind. If the wind doesn't materialize on Friday morning, it doesn't come to the afternoon or vice versa. You could put yourself into an advantageous situation. If you're playing a lot of lineups, I did not do that with my lineups this week. Uh, so it's probably going to work for this time around when it looks like there's no advantage that an advantage materializes. These are always things you need to be thinking about when you're actually constructing your lineups. If you're making three lineups, that's probably not going to be a case to you. But if you're making like 50, then yeah, allocate like 10 both ways and just take the players from your player pool that you like and just pile them together and you can even leave some money on the table if you want to do it that way although i wouldn't suggest leaving too much money on the table because we never see we see optimals with a lot of money off the table no one actually constructs lineups that way because it's just so entirely difficult to predict let's jump into the chat now see what people are saying oh i'm doing a giveaway on my twitter feed right now until 2 p.m eastern time by the way uh at the pme on twitter uh you can find the tweet that's up there that says i'm giving away millionaire maker tickets you have to retweet the tweet and then reply with your dk username if you do the thing where you retweet it with your username above it you're not going to be in the draw because there's no way for people to find that just as, as a heads up that you know i see a lot of people doing that and they can never win and then they complain about never winning it's bizarre that you can't follow the rules and do it but just giving you the heads up that's how it's working. So let's jump into the YouTube chat right now. Jeffrey asks, can Harry English at 35 to 1 close the deal this week? Or is he more of a top 10, top 20 play? I would prefer the top 10, top 20 play, but that's really short odds. Um, he can definitely win. He's won on the PGA Tour before. It's not like he's an old man, although we think of Harris English as a really old man. He's not. He's actually pretty young. But I don't like 35 to 1. I see him down to 30 in some spots, like... I'd still like EVR more than him at this point. He's a good player. He's a good DraftKings play. I can see betting him. Uh, that's just not for me. Pat, appreciate all the conf- content. Seifert or Tom Lewis is my last man in. I like my main man, Chase Seifert. If you can just drive the ball a little bit this week, the irons have been fired. The guy putts really well on a consistent basis. Not every week, but most weeks he gets the putter rolling. So I like his price point this week. Playing pretty well, too. Kyle says, where can I bet the over-under bans for life? Paul, do you have any uh, idea about how many people you you think I'm going to ban today in this chat? I'm setting the line at 5.5. 5.5? Maybe people are I don't know historical data. Like, I don't know if there's historical data on any of this. But 5.5 maybe sounds a little bit high. Or maybe I'm telling you that because I want you to bet the under. Who knows? Well, just so people know that if you start conversing with other people in the chat, the chat's for the questions. So I don't want to hear from you. And no one else wants to hear from you. You're just clogging up the chat making it difficult to read the questions you start doing that you're banned for life ask the same question twice you're banned for life i think that's it for golf for football we have far more rules but i think those are the two main ones and tim's always very very trigger happy with any and all bands yeah. that he gets yeah we we give tim two bands per show normally, although we there. take them away throughout the course of the show when he says something stupid so he usually ends up with none but he is he enjoys a ban don't get me wrong donovan pat and friends of the show. Hope all is well across the community. All right. 
Thanks. Not a question. Not going to ban you yet. I just said it, and it was already in there. Um, Ledyard says, Pat, can we talk about Pat Perez is a good value below $7,000. Feel like he has been a seasoned golfer that has upside. Has been playing decently recently. Decent. Has been playing decent recently. Say that easier. Could he pop? I mean, he's a good player. Uh, He definitely could. He wasn't really on my radar at all. Let me tell you a little bit about my guy, PP, Pat Perez. Uh, Since he's like winning the streak, he definitely has not been as good. Uh, 45th, 39th at the Rocket Mortgage and Workday. Gained a bunch on approach at Workday. Lost across the board except for on the greens at Rocket Mortgage. Missed the cut at Heritage before that. And gained a decent amount at Charles Schwab. So that's his result since the three or four cuts made. Not terrible by any means. And he is someone who could pop because he has winning pedigree. This is a very easy course. Those tends to tend to be the ones that Pat Perez plays well. Ones where you can make birdies and bunches. I don't hate it. It's not for me, but I certainly understand the logic and the interest behind pat perez this week uh corona cast was great thanks justin now, yeah i released a corona cast there's football stuff at the beginning and then the normal corona cast i do with davis that's up on youtube and the podcast feed right now if you want to go you know kill two hours uh nice work grace or homa uh, i like both i use them both in my DraftKings lineups this week i think i would prefer max homa but he's going to garner like Jeez, seven times the ownership of Brennan Grace. Now he's been playing a lot better than Brennan Grace, so that makes him the better play. Uh, although I think skill set wise, that Brennan Grace is very close. You can go either way on that. I'll say Max Homa. See, woo, volatile, I know, but good form, good ball striking. Feels like a good for- course for him. Thoughts? You know, it's always tough with Siwoo. You either like him on the West Coast when he's on POA or Pete Dye courses. Uh, I know he did play pretty well last week. It's encouraging to see the ball striking come around. May have to bet him at the PGA Championship. Who knows when it comes down to that, but 70 to 1, 7,800 bucks. Too volatile for my luck. I never play him on DraftKings anyway, so it's not a great spot for him in my lineups. But I get it if you want to roll the dice. Scott asks, wonder how you feel about Stumanji or Fabian Gomez as low price picks this week. Fabian Gomez played really well at Rocket Mortgage a few weeks ago, and Stu just kind of is a good course for Stu Manji, Stu Sink, because he's going to hit some fairways, he's going to hit some green regulation, and can he make a few putts? Always in play for something like that. I just don't like his, like, potential upside. Like, if, to me, and this might not actually bear out, like, let, let me go look at Stu Sink for a second just to see what his results are. It feels like he never actually finishes inside the top 20. Like, that's a hard cap to put on your guys. Now, he probably has a better chance of making the cut than a lot, and if that's all you want from your bottom spot, which you probably should, guys who make the cut. But, you know, I'm greedy. I want guys who score on DraftKings. Uh, he came 17th at Workday, and then it was the swing season. He came 9th in Houston. But there's just a lot of, like, 53rds and 47s or a missed cut, a 62nd, like last week. Just the overall scoring potential. I'd rather roll the dice on someone who could pop, like, a T5 from down in that area or make a bunch of eagles and just do really well in DraftKings scoring. Uh, but I don't hate that idea if you're just looking for someone to get through the cut. He probably has like a 65% cut made rate uh, as in terms of like probability within this field. So that's something you can definitely look at. You run T Gala at Rocket. Why not this course with a much worse field? I was only on T Gala just because it was fun to bet a new guy that was coming on. He was like 500 to one or something like, and he didn't play well at Rocket Mortgage either. He hasn't really played well since he's joined the tour. So I want to see something out of him first before i go back to him grio is first in the field in opportunities gained and one of the worst in birdies or better percentage do you think that this is a stat that could turn around for him well that would necessitate making putts which is something that he doesn't do grio is going to pop one of these few weeks but i haven't played grio in ages 
it's one of these things where I think you almost have to play him every week or never play him because you're not going to know what week it's actually going to happen. It's sort of like Deshaun Jackson, and not like the year that he was great in fantasy football, but the year he would have like five really good games that you get sucked into playing him every week because you know what that upside is. But the other weeks, he destroys your lineup. So that's the give and take with Emiliano Grillo. This should be a better course for him than a few of the recent ones, though, because around the green really doesn't factor in all that much. It's sort of a non-factor when you look at the top of the leaderboard. So he can get away with having not like a shitty putting week, but like a not so shitty putting week because he's not going to just bleed strokes around the green. Theoretically. I mean, he could bleed strokes around the green. He's bad around the greens, but if this is a course where that seems to be somewhat mitigated when we go through it, who's a bigger fade DJ or Brooks. I'm using DJ and I'm not using Brooks. So for me, it's Brooks. Is there any hopes for a possible second PME open because it's filling so quickly? No, I placed outright bets on Burns, Doc, EVR, and Burned. Feel the Burned. Went to go get a few lower odds guys on the card as well. Bubba, DJ, or Wolf and Casey. That's just a lot of guys, to tell you the truth. I would go with Wolf and Casey um, or just bet DJ. I don't know if I'd throw Bubba onto there because those don't actually correlate all that well. Your golfer nicknames are gold. I know. Rank these guys. Tringali, Seifert, Hoffman. I go Seifert, Hoffman, Tringali feel like Hadley is a trap and seems to be heavily owned. I kind of agree with you. I used him in 10% of my lineup. So uh, I think that's going to be more than the field, but probably right around field average. Uh, Like I said, I bet him top 10. uh, So maybe I can cash in that way if that's a good. Best bet under 7K to make the cut. There's no good bets under 7K to make the cut. That's why they're under 7K in the worst field of the year. But let's see. It's probably Hadley. Bryce Garnett is someone I'm using at $6,900. He's actually been pretty good recently, uh, which is somewhat shocking. You always want him on like weird Bermuda coastal courses, but he tends to pop in like really crappy fields. And this is a really crappy field. Uh, Gained both off the tee and in approach in each of his past five or past three tournaments, sorry, Heritage Travelers and Workday. Missed the cut at Travelers and Workday. This dude couldn't chip or make a putt but was 17th at RBC Heritage. So as long as the ball striking is there, I think the rest of his game can come along. So Bryce Garnett's a decent sleeper for me this week and someone who could potentially make the cut, although that's not something he's been doing each of the past two weeks. Where do you stand on all the touting slash talk in the industry, yours, yourself included, affecting ownership? Do you believe that there's a significant influence and do you see it as a positive or negative? I think that there is an influence. I think a lot of people don't put in the same sort of time and they listen to something like this or they listen to someone else in the industry or read an article that someone like EVR, I think, is a perfect example is that everyone kind of came to the same conclusion this week uh, when they looked at his numbers from last week. They, you, know, you play the narrative that he's a local guy. You look at his world ranking and you're like, hey, this is a good spot for Eric Van Royen to have a really nice week. That doesn't mean he's going to play well or even make the cut but i don't think that the general public really knows too much about eric van royen from south africa with his high jogging pants on the course but where everyone else in the industry has talked him up that it's going to affect his ownership he opened it like 50 to 1 he got bet down to like 30 to 1 why is that because people read stuff and everyone was touting eric van royen that's going to cause his DraftKings ownership to go up as well i don't know if it's a positive or a negative it's a positive if it's right it's a negative if it's wrong um i try not to think about too much of an impact that one person can have or a group of people can have but if that's something that you want to leverage against i think that's a probably a pretty smart idea if it was the case that everyone was right about the people that are like group think touting every single week we wouldn't be doing these shows we'd just be millionaires and we're not so we're wrong a lot of the time so maybe that's a spot where you can actually leverage against people 
Richie Warinsky and Tony Finau or Danny Lee and Dustin Johnson. Danny Lee is coming back from an ankle injury, which he sustained last week, which forced him to withdraw. I think I like Dustin and Danny Lee better, though, just because I like Dustin better than Finau. I like Warinsky better than Danny Lee. But if we're talking about win equity, that's what I want at the top. And I feel like Dustin has that a lot more than Tony Finau does this week. Garnett, eighth in my model at 6,900. What are your thoughts? Just went through. See, people are seeing Bryce Garnett the same way that I am. Do you like rcb or vegas more uh, i like rcb more but i'm not using either of them oh and the uh, thoughts on using 12 guys for 15 lineups again i don't think that there is a right or wrong answer to this just the general lean is the fewest amount of people you can use in the most lineups if you hit you're going to win the most money that's just my take on it you can do whatever you want with it full fade nervous about a full fade on fina but it seems like everything every time he's primed and ready he fails thoughts on him this week i feel the same way i'm scared of the fade i think that this is a nice actually spot where tony could win he sets up really well for the course but i see the same things that you do so i'm just gonna fade and i played 22 lineups this week the only guys above 10k that i used are dustin and paul casey those are the only two when you when you're playing 150 lineups, you can have a little bit of this guy and a little bit of that guy and cover your bases a little bit. But you also have to invest a lot more money in order to do that, knowing that some of your lineups are going to be dead because the crossover doesn't work. When you play fewer lineups, you have to pick and choose. And sometimes you like guys that don't end up making your personal cut because you can't have everyone. So for me, Finau, Brooks, and Fleetwood fell on the wayside to be in the 10K range this year. Axel Cage, new to the PME, love the show and great insight. Not a question, but welcome. That is not a bannable offense, Axel. You're a good dude. Smash the like button if you're watching out there. Greg, I feel like Fleetwood is one of the greatest top 10 guys who never wins and and doesn't usually seem to garner much ownership. He always garners a lot of ownership. Like I, There's a, an outside chance Fleetwood is the most owned guy this week just because no one's like talking him up and everyone thinks he's real sneaky. But it, it was like last week with Xander where no one talked about Xander, no one picked him to win, no one said he was the best play, and then you look at the ownership and everyone used Xander. There's just a couple guys that are like that over and over, and Tommy is definitely one of those guys. And he's never won in America, but the guy has winning pedigree overseas. Like uh, Back to Fleetwood, the guy actually has won uh, over overseas in the past tracking down guys like dustin johnson to go beat them in like dubai and that kind of thing although i don't know fleetwood broke the stream i I don't know what's going on here but we'll get back to the chat uh thank you all for sticking around fleetwood's cursed yeah it's cursed yeah we we shouldn't have mentioned andercast now it's not doing i I have the time code for 2035 the blinks we won't be able to cut it out of the video but i'm sure that we can cut it out of the audio podcast maybe not maybe it'll be funny enough to keep in need a near min price guy pick two between bo van pelt rich beam and the prophet lebiota um none of those i guess lebiota between two old men but like ernst is down there you can use ernst at 63 if you want to uh any weather advantage i mean geez i mean thanks for not watching the show sean brown you asshole you might get banned for life favorite play around seventy five hundred dollars eh, let's see here brennan grace seventy five hundred dollars that's all that's all i'll go with Sorry if I missed this, but thoughts on Otwal, top Asian at plus 1,600. He did play well at Rocket Mortgage. Why not, right? Yeah, if you want to take that chance, go for it. 
Uh, would you play Casey more than the field? I am playing Casey more than the field. I don't usually play people at field average unless they're like 6K guys and I have like two lineups with them. If I'm going to make a stand on someone, whether it be Redmond or EVR or Dustin, or I think I have Dustin in like 14 lineups out of 22. Like I'm going to go heavy on those guys. And if they come through for me, they come through. If they miss the cut, I'm fucked for the week. But that's the way that I tend to play. If you like a guy like DJ at the top of percentage of lineups, do you use him in? There we go. Um, I, I can go check for you. 16 of 22 lineups I have DJ in. So I give myself a few out if DJ doesn't play well. But if he does play well, I should be having a really good week. Tony or Casey? Thanks, Pat. Casey for me. Any love for Duff Daddy? Yeah, I like Duff. How many strokes does Ernst win by? Uh, Ernst does have three consecutive top tens on the Corn Ferry Tour coming into the week, and he mashes it off the tee hopefully he can keep those good vibes going oh maybe he wins by 13 strokes which 2v2 do you prefer evr and burns or fleetwood and hadley probably fleetwood and hadley to tell you the truth thoughts on shank this week i am not using him he was a final cut for my scrub tier uh, i like shank though shank is all right bubba or wolf is a starting point i'm going with wolf over bubba am i allowed to mention mark ingram here oh i'm sorry parker you're banned for life should have known that one was coming. Is that the first? That's the first. That's one. I'm keeping count. One on the band count. Which two do you like better? Cam Davis and Homer or Warinsky and the Gooch? I like Cam Davis and Max Homa better. Any chance you could power rank power, Tigala, or Cam Davis? I like Cam Davis the best, just straight up. He's the only one that I'm using of those three. Trail hasn't gained off the T or on approach. What is giving you hope this week is FRL. We gained off the tee last week. That was the encouraging part, considering before that he had just been gaining through his approach. I don't know what you're looking at exactly. He lost on approach in both of the Muirfield Village tournaments, but gained off the tee in both of them. And then in six of the, sorry, in five of the six tournaments previous to that, he had gained at least a stroke on approach as high as almost five at Honda. So I feel like he's getting healthier. He's getting it around. And it's a talent play that I know, I mean, Take put aside him winning the Masters 10 years ago. He's been a pretty consistent player uh, before the injury over like seven of the past 10 years. So I just think that compared to a lot of guys down in that spot. And he's uh, like, what, 125 to one? I think that he's also someone who can get scorching hot with his putter at the same time. Thoughts on Powers? I think you mean Power. Seamus Power and Associates. He's fine. He's a fine player. Not on him. Uh, if you address the weather already, I address the weather at the beginning of the Wednesday show every single week. So you can just rewind to that part and watch it again. DJ Fleetwood, DJ Fleetwood, Casey pick two DJ and Casey. Is it worth taking a shot on golden Gophers alum Angus Flanagan at six K? You can do whatever you want with your lineups. I'm not doing that. How do you feel about Patrick Rogers? I prefer him at harder courses to easier courses. I'll just say that this is an easy course. Uh, Wyndham, Wyndham rewards Clark or Bryce Garnett? I am going with Bryce Garnett. What is Rafa Cabrera Bayo's ownership? I'm going to say like max 2%. Any interest in Luke List this week? I always have the interest in Luke List, but I'm not doing it this week for me. Although he is number one off the tee since the restart in this field, though. Something to pay attention to. Who above 9K would you be most shocked to see win? Probably the glove. Just because he never wins. Like, when was the last time Lucas Glover won a PGA event? I mean, I think he won on the Corn Ferry Tour a few years ago, but it may have been, like, since the U.S. Open in, like, 2009. Maybe he won at Quail Hollow in 2011. And my numbers only go back to 2012, and he doesn't have a win in, like, the past eight years. So he's someone that could definitely spike a third, a second. Just it's hard to see him winning. Uh, 
frankly. Uh, I like Lucas Glover too, which is you know unfortunate, but just he always seems to do something to fuck his chances when it all comes down to it. Pat's thoughts on Piercy as an option. I mean, if you got DraftKings points for being a QAnon conspiracist, he'd be the number one player of the week. But um, I'm not in on him or Wise or Naismith, the inventor of basketball, uh, at that price point. I like Chase Seifert. I like spreading some bets on the morning tea times for leader after round one due to wins increasing. Agree? Well, it doesn't seem like the wins are necessarily increasing to be detrimental to any particular wave, so that's tough. Uh, I think the better option is to get a, become a member at fantasynational.com slash mayo for that discount, looking at the live leaderboard after round one and find someone who struck the ball incredibly well and just didn't putt well. And if you think that they can turn that around, that was you know, the best play that we made on that last year was JT Poston at Wyndham. He was leading the field in ball strike he was like last in putting after round one and they were still hanging him at a buck 25 and he was like five back or something he ended up winning it was a nice cash uh so i think that's the better way to go rather than just early wave guys i uh, have something else to go behind that do you ever factor a golfer's playing partners into ownership no i do not and people only have anecdotal evidence of that. It's like, oh, playing behind Bryson makes you bad because I saw it this week, so it must be true every week. If someone wants to run the numbers on that and send it to me, I'm all for reading it and changing my opinion. It just seems like it's very anecdotal and very narrative-driven based on like one guy that you watch for one round, uh, generally speaking. Because people used to say, oh, if you played with Tiger, you can't play well. And then that was dispelled. It's just pure myth. So something to watch out for. Thoughts on K.H. Lee? He's playing. That's good. Uh, Pat, it would be an honor if you could ban me for life. You, Ross, are banned for life. That's ban number two. Oh, that barely should count. Thoughts on Cam Davis this week? Like Cam Davis, he's fine. Scott Brown versus Seamus Power, pass on both. I know you recently backed Swafford. I forget if it was two weeks ago or three weeks ago. What are your thoughts on him? This week is a top 20 bet. Seems like a field to do well. Don't mind Swafford. Yeah, I think plus 450 on a top 20. It's perfectly fine. He played well at Rocket Mortgage. That's the corollary course that I'm using for this week. So all works out for me. Last week, I asked about which hair product you use. This week, I am asking what brand hoodie is that? You're one cool dude. I'm not very cool, but thank you. I do appreciate that, Gerald. But uh, this is from H&M. I bought it like nine years ago, so I don't think that they carry it anymore. But I, just, I like it so much. It continues to fit me, so I continue to wear it. Looks windy and hot. Who does that favor? Oh, Jeremy Chad, you might get banned for life. You ask something like just ridiculous like that again. Now, not fat guys, probably. Uh, like, what are we talking about here? These are the kind of questions I hate. Cam Davis ownership, I'd say max 6%, probably not that high. I know you previously said that putting in around the green was mitigated, so is Hadley less risky? Well, it's less risky if he plays well. If he's missing greens in regulation, then he's going to be fucked because he can't chip or putt. Uh, But the path to the top of the leaderboard is hitting a ton of greens in regulation, which he tends to do well. It's when he starts having, like, if he's not going to hit 16 of 18, 15 of 18 greens in regulation, a lot of that has to do with how he plays the par threes, then he might fuck himself. It's just looking at the very top of the leaderboard. When I say that around the green doesn't matter, it matters to making the cut. It matters to sticking around. But when you look at the very top of the leaderboard from last year, no one really did a whole lot of work around the greens because they were just striking the ball so well. So you want to focus on ball striking and hope the good ball strikers have good ball striking weeks that they're around the green game just doesn't factor in whatsoever. If it starts to factor in, that means they're not playing very well and will probably miss the cut. So that's sort of the difference behind that. I only try to play it in terms of if I'm picking a guy, I try to create the path to them finishing at as close to the top of the leaderboard as possible. And if they have a bad week, they miss the cut. 
Like, that's just the two options. I'm not thinking about, well, if it goes wrong, they missed the cut this way, and I'm not even going to think about how it works out well for them. Donovan, can you see someone finishing in 22nd and scoring more than someone inside the top 20? I think with the eagle rate on each of the par fives this week, that is definitely in play. You could have someone pile up like four eagles throughout the course of the week, but also have a few water balls uh, and end up swinging the DraftKings scoring a little bit. So since the restart, maybe the restart isn't the best time frame, but that's just what I have pulled up right now. In the field, the best eagle rate amongst players, Arjun Atwal, that's from four rounds of data. Uh, again, it'd probably be better on Fantasy National sort by like past 75 rounds which i can probably muster up here for you as i'm talking but since the restart Otwell, well sung you'll know who i am using my DraftKings lineup at 6600 dollars uline keith mitchell lovemark scott harrington cam davis matthew naismith hank lebiota and ricky barnes watley and ben taylor are all tied they've all played two rounds each meaning they made one eagle the problem with looking at eagle rate in such a short sample is i know lebiota for sure made an eagle on that short par four number 14 at travelers and there's not really any holes like that this week so what does that really tell us i'm trying to get moose to figure out a way uh to differentiate between eagles on par fives eagles on drivable par fours i think that would just be very interesting to see uh but right now uh it's difficult to parse that number so let's sort by last 75 rounds in this field and go to birdies and bogeys, which also includes eagle rate, to see who pops up in that metric. Oh, no, I don't want strokes gain. I want birdies or bogeys. There we go. Past 75 rounds. In this field, eagles gained against the field. Scott Stallings, Johnny Vegas, Seamus Power, Sam Burns, Cameron Davis. Cameron Davis is the only one that, like, doubles up in there. Luke List, Chase Seifert, Bubba Watson, Brooks Kepka, Tommy Fleetwood. That is your top 10. After that... Uh, Carlos Ortiz has withdrawn, but Sung Yil No is still number 11 in that ranking. Bramlett is number 14. Adam Long, Norlander, Norin, Chesson Hadley, Lebiota. So Lebiota does make a lot of eagles. Uh, and Pat Perez is someone else who pops up in the very top of that. Uh, Cam Percy and Paul Casey, both t- and Eric Van Royen, actually, both top or all three are top 30 options in eagle rate over that time. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to make a lot of eagles, but historically they have a propensity to do that. Where was I in the chat? Now oh, we're almost back. How important is driving accuracy this week? A lot of water and play off the tee. It is and it isn't um, only because these are easier fairways to hit the driving accuracy. And like, dri- I think the driving accuracy by and large is a very flawed stat because it takes every course and mashes it together. If you sort on Fantasy National by easy-to-hit fairways, difficult-to-hit fairways, and then look at fairways gained, I think that gives you a better sense of who's actually a really accurate driver of the ball. Because sometimes, like, if you had a player that played last week, played this course, and played, like, Kapalua, three gigantic fairway courses, versus a player that played, like, Pebble Beach, um... One of the other thin ones. I guess Valspar wasn't actually played. But let's say they just played Pebble Beach or similar courses to Pebble Beach. Or like Sony, where people don't hit the fairway because it doesn't matter if you hit the fairway or not. You can play it easy out of the rough. Those were like the two events that you played. Driving accuracy might be really low, but that's not really indicative because you played ones with very thin fairways. So there's a lot more that goes into that stat than you might think. I would agree that having guys who can hit it long and be able to place the ball and not put it in the water would be great. But water didn't play as big of a deal as I thought it may have last year. That's why I call it easy PGA National, that people just don't put it in the water as much. Nathan, opinion on Will Gordon this week? I think he's fine. 
not using him, but I think he's a fine play. What about Scott Brown? Played well here last year. Good birdie maker. If it's not like, I guess this is kind of like the Puerto Rico Open, but those are more the places that I'm looking at someone like Scott Brown for. Ownership on Will the Thrill. Gordon, where are you at, Will Gordon? What are you, 7,700? I got him around 11% this week. Um, I, plus two or three on either side. I probably would think that's going to be. He might even get up higher. Like He could get up to like 14 15% because Ortiz withdrew, and he was like the same price. And a lot of people were using Carlos Ortiz. They might just say blindly go, hey, this guy's around the same price. I can just use him not to reconstruct my lineups. I liked him well enough that Will Gordon might get a boost in ownership because of that Carlos Ortiz withdrawal. Feeling the burns? Yeah, I like Sam Burns. I like Sam Burns. Is Norlander a fade at that price? I am fading him. That doesn't necessarily mean that he is a bad play, though, because he's been playing so well. Is Armour a good fit to pivot off Stallings? I mean, that's not the... Armour doesn't have the skill set that I want for here, but Armour just shows up at really fucking random times. That Why not with Ryan Armour? I can never get him right. Cheapest player being used this week? Ernst at $6,300. Oh, is Cameron Davis going to win? Or is Cam Davis going to win? I hope he doesn't win. I'll put it that way. Uh, Oh, we got to the part of the chat where it broke down. Uh, remember to smash the like button. If you just remember to gently press it, not even smash, just like like the episode. Uh, if you're out there watching right now, so we don't break the chat again. Uh, I got a little comment here. Um, yes, your ban your ban update is up to two. I see I see somebody in the chat that's that's fixing for one though. Oh, I'm not there yet though. Oh, right? I know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it, but De- like a definite ban, eh, probably. Based on, uh, you're in a pretty good mood today. We'll see. I, am, may, a, I am in a good mood. He though. may survive. Okay, we'll see. Is Fleetwood good in the wind? He has been good in the wind in the past, yes. Uh, especially being from Europe where they tend to play in the wind a little bit more often on some coastal courses. But wind numbers are, I don't want to say that they're useless, but they take, because it doesn't factor in the course that you're playing. Like you can play in the wind at a really easy course and still play really well. And that would get factored into your same wind numbers as playing in like relatively windy conditions at a really hard course where you might play very poorly. So uh, a lot like fairways gained. I think there's more that goes into things like that in terms of really parsing those numbers out than just ultimately saying this guy is good in the wind this guy is bad in the wind like dustin johnson per the numbers is very good in the wind but i've seen him play some really disastrous rounds in the wind like it, and the wind is measured over a time period which isn't necessarily what's actually happening on the course as well so there's a lot going into it uh scott this guy is fucking in love with scott brown okay just go fuck scott brown instead of playing him in your life you might be better off that way uh brooks shocks the world and win yeah the guy who's 14 to 1 shocks the world and win solid comment uh rider or garnett i would go with rider over garnett this isn't even a question was it apple cider you were talking about because i might ban him i don't even want to read a stupid question seifert and zangang top 10s i'm just playing seifert top 10 <coughs> Pat didn't see your FOMO bets on Twitter. Uh, have you abandoned C? Woo! Uh, I generally don't bet these guys when they're short odds. Like they're fun 125 and up plays because then they still pay well on the each way if they do spike that top five, which they can do from time to time. Maybe this is setting up for a decent top five play on them, uh, but I'm just not taking it at shorter odds this week. They're 50 and 66 to one. Like these are normally 250 to one guys. 
Any interest in Tringali? Nope. Uh, will Nice Shots Pod still be a thing with Moose selling Fantasy National? Yes, I believe that it still will be. Uh, Moose is still very involved in Fantasy National. I'm still very involved with Fantasy National. That hasn't changed. Fantasy National itself will not change because of the sale. Uh, it might just get better, actually, from what I'm hearing. Henley or Glover? Henley. Who in the 8K range is your favorite pick? Probably Doc Redman, but I'm really digging Ryan Moore down in the very bottom of the 8k uh he, he was actually like the i still might end up betting him he was like the final bet it was him or homa i was gonna bet at 60 or 70 to one and i just decided to pass on both of them and leave myself a live bullet rank hoffman warinsky and Ryder. Ryder, warinsky hoffman sam Ryder, danny lee or russell knox going to win that is also not a question is this the guy paul uh, so I'm really getting close to banning this guy with his like questions that aren't questions. What's well, sorry? What's the guy's name? Apple Cider. Um, I don't think so. No. Anyway, no. I, the other person's name starts with a T. All right. I, I like Sam Ryder the best of those guys. Uh, what are your thoughts on skipping out on someone before 9,500 and starting with someone like English? I think you give up a lot of win equity that way, but you would build a unique lineup. Watch out for your boy, my boy T Gala this weekend. Okay. I will. I'll watch out for him. Thanks. Thanks. I'm, I'm I don't know if he'll be on any coverage, to be perfectly fair. but Glover's last one was Wells Fargo 2011. So, yeah, at Quail Hollow. So, it's been a while for old Luke, Lucas Glover. Wife probably not digging that. Perez, CH3, and Defner, too old to contend? No. It's golf. Any stallings this week? Yes. What makes you think DJ rebounds besides he's real good? Well, DJ has done this before. He's won three times coming off a miscut. He tends to play DJ. Nothing affects the guy. And now we're back to a course which really suits his skill set really well. And he played really poorly last week and won two weeks ago. Like DJ is a top five player overall in the world. He is the best player in this field. I would think that things would be pointing in the right direction for him. Ryan Armour, sneaky pick, playing well. Eh, pass. Thoughts on Bo Hosser. I think this is I think this is Jeff's burner account. Any interest in Uline? Not really. He's a decent play, though. Uh, hey, Pat, how do you feel about Haggy? Pass on that one. Been hearing a lot about Ventura. Any interest in him? I think he's overvalued this week coming off the corner. He's playing really well on the Corn Ferry Tour. That's great. Uh, was a good college player. Got buried behind bigger name teammates and the school that he went to and right now he's being buried as a norwegian player because vic has been so good venture is fine i'm just not in on him warinsky ownership i actually have no idea on he's just not someone i really looked into once i decided that i was going to fade him but let's see i'll give you a warinsky update richie warinsky around 15 percent uh, I have right now. And again, give or take on that uh, any of the ways. Wernski could never be Chuck. Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, which creative player do you like more this week? Chris Baker or Mark Anderson? I'm going with Chris Baker this week. Link for the listeners league? I can never find it. I'm throwing this out here right now. I may make mention of it on the next show. Whether you're trolling me because it's funny or not about the listeners league and not finding it, I'm just going to start blocking everyone who does it. So if you think you're being funny, you're getting blocked. I'm just throwing that out there. because I'm just sick of dealing with this stuff. I, I mention where it is on every show. Gooch or Schwab? I'd go with Schwab. Uline or Taylor? Well, I guess Vaughn Taylor. Vaughn Taylor for me. The, the simulator likes him. I'm just going to trust the simulator on that. Any interest in Harmon? No. Just, I never have. 
any interest in Harmon. Uh, thoughts on Seamus Power? I'm going to fade. I have too much Swafford. Thoughts? <laughs> You've probably answered your own question. Favorite between 9 and 10K? I think I'd go with the Wolfman in there. Would be my favorite play in that section. Oh, and the chat just skipped on me. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna ban the guy asking for the listener league. No, you just gave him a stern warning. Oh, that that was the guy. Okay, that, yeah, that was. That no, was no, it. I'm in a good mood, and there's. I feel like that's a tra- like if you're in the chat, the live chat, feel like that's like a sarcastic comment. Yeah, like trolling sure. the other people, which I do normally appreciate. Just there's too much of it now, <laughs> so I'm just Fair. getting sick of it. I'm just chucking that out there. Uh, drop Swafford and pick someone else. You got to do what you got to do, man. Uh, what course can you compare this to with a course in the past? I would compare it to TPC Twin Cities from 2019. But I also, you go read my article. I have it in there. It's in the description of this video. Redmond and Swafford or Burns and Hadley? I'd go with Redmond and Swafford. Sung you'll know. Can you explain the love? Just been really hitting his irons really well. And at one point, he was a really good player before the military service. And now it looks like he's kind of getting his groove back together. Old Sung you'll know. I just think he's underpriced. Who is getting Ander Curse this week? As of right now, it's Bubba Watson, but you always have to pay attention to at Tim Anderson 87 on Twitter to see who he'll live Ander Curse. Didn't quite get there for Rom last week, but he had cursed the past five people who were in the lead and ended up losing, like multiple times too. Henley versus English GPP, I'd go with Henley. Will Wolf be highly owned? I don't think so, to be honest with you. I think that he's probably the lowest of the 9K and the second lowest of the 9k and up besides Bubba. It just doesn't seem like people are on him. I'm using him this week. Stanley or Weisberger? Weisberger. Casey Wolf seem like an okay combo to start a lineup. Yeah, I like it. Uline or Seifert? Seifert. Bermuda Benny? Digging some Ben Martin this week. Well, it's not on Bermuda, so that would be illogical if you're going to call him Bermuda Benny, but no, I'm off Ben Martin here. Uh, is a decent birdie maker, though. EVR and Redmond, good chalk or bad chalk? Hopefully they're good chalk because I'm using them both. Cuspick Bubba, then we all need to jump off that wagon. Doesn't seem like a lot of people are on Bubba. Enough are, though. Rogers or Ryan Moore? Ryan Moore. How much do you think Cust weighs? I don't know. Like I said, he's like 6'2", 6'3". He's a big dude. I don't know. I'd say like 230. He's keto now, though. I I actually don't know. I'm going to say like 230, something like that. Big guy. Um, Brooks Brooks needs cut points to make playoffs, I think. Man, you took the time out of your day to write that. How little do you have going on? Uh, why is everyone so high on EVR? I've already addressed that. Is Siwoo a good play for DFS? Considering I've always said I don't play Siwoo in, in, on DraftKings, I'm going to say no. Any love for Piercy? I don't like Scott Piercy. Doc or Burns? Doc. And why not include Tom Lehman in that question? Old AF could contend. I, no fucking idea what you're talking about. Better miss the cut play at high odds. Finau off the meltdown or Fleetwood off the layoff. Both guys rarely miss the cut, so I don't think that either of them are. Uh, What's your worst golf name? Shank or Badly? Lol. That doesn't deserve a lol, Jeff. At all. You're not funny. Figure it out. Now I'm getting mad, Paul. Now the bands are going to start coming. Yeah, like the under under under's feeling real good right now. Only two bands. I saw you timed out some guy. That doesn't count, though. No. Just, so I five and that. a half. Or, I mean, there's some work to do for the overgang here. Uh, if you're asking about Seamus Power, I've already kind of gone on to them. What are your comp courses? Um, I've already laid those out. I've spelled those out all week on every show and in my column. Check those out. 
Redmond popping everywhere. Are we worried about inflated ownership? I can't talk myself out of him. Feels like a trap. I feel the same way. I also did not talk myself out of him. I like Doc Redmond. I'm going with it. Love the show. Learning lots. Are you calling DJ or Casey as a win? Well, I hope it's Casey because I bet Casey. I have more confidence in Dustin Johnson, but he is 10 to 1, so I don't want to bet that. How do you feel about Cam Davis on the cheap? Seems like everyone likes Cam Davis this week. You're not the first person. You're not even like the 10th person who was asked that. Everyone is asking that. Um, I like him. He's fine. Alex Love, No. Finalizing my betting card down to DJ or both Bubba and Henley. If it's between those two distinct options, I would take DJ. Thoughts on Adam Long? Pass. Heard anything about course conditions? Soft or firm? It played soft last year, This and that was over the 4th of July weekend, so around the same time frame. It's been really hot in Minnesota, but no, I'm not calling the clubhouse and getting any info. You can find that elsewhere. Thoughts on Hovland changing his Twitter name to Big Dick Vic. I'd be in. That would be smart. Gently caress the like button. That is probably smart. Probably just a good for anything in life. Just a gentle caress. Robbie Shelton or Aaron Badley? Good Lord, Daniel Johnson. Just pick someone who's good. If it's Aaron Badley and you're playing first six hole showdown, then he's like a lock. Other than that, you probably want to pass. Where's Reed T. Fowler at? He's just doing tons of work. Very busy guy. Just got engaged. And as you can see, we're having some tech problems. So it's hard to get guests, especially for a live show. Which player presents the best value according to their price in this field? I've done this all week. Uh, you can go fucking figure that out on your own. T. Gala, ownership over 2%. Probably right around there. 501 watching. 524 live at the moment. Even after the tech delay, 118 likes. 130 likes now just to hit the fucking like button what's wrong with you people give your head a shake or i'm gonna stop doing this how about that just if we don't get to you know what i think that's the way we should do this paul if we don't get to at least 200 likes in the next five minutes we're just gonna call it the end i'm not gonna answer people's questions does that sound good to you i mean the people betting the under on bands probably they're probably praying for the thing to end at this point that's true you're starting to get fired up you're starting to get a little bit edgy like people People are going to ask pretty normal questions and probably get bans. That's what I'm saying. I'm actually liking the questions this week because the point of the bans and calling people out is to get them out of the chat so we can get to as many questions as possible. The questions have been pretty good this week. Uh, Any fun cut? Make the cut parlays you got this week. No, I, I... I didn't. They were just because we were doing the live cut sweat show last week. Like honestly, to make the cut parlays are just like losing wagers. Except for at the Masters when there's like limited field. Any limited field events that have a cut, then it's a better opportunity than a 156-man field. I would say to miss the cut parlays are probably your better bet this week. Thoughts on Sam Midnight Rider. Shout out to the late Dusty Rhodes. Shout out to you, Dusty Rhodes. I like Sam Ryder this week. I'm using him a lot. Uh, he was one of my, when my PGA video, oh, if you see my PGA tour, we'll tweet out my video later on. Uh, Sam Ryder is actually one of the two picks in that video that I ended up doing for the on-camera. Share that shit around or just tweet at PGA tour underneath of it. We need more mayo. And then I can be on PGA tour. And then we can talk about this stuff on my golf channel and on their broadcast. That's the best way to do it. Just show them that there is demand out there for it. Garnett or Schwartzel? Garnett, I think, is safer. Any interest in Chris Kirk? Have interest, not using him, but I understand why played well at uh, Rocket Mortgage a few weeks ago. Who wins when you, Jeff, and Cust play? I've only played with Jeff once, and he beat me. I played with him, Jeff. I played with Jeff twice. He beat me the last time we played. Jeff plays all the time, though. Cust plays all the time. I never play because I'm fucking doing shows all the time. Cracking an energy drink, if you can hear that behind the camera from Paul. Uh, I usually beat Cust. Cust may be a better player than me. It's just he's very he, he melts down a lot. Like 
cussed with a like three stroke lead with three holes to play, like you might as well just bet me because I'm definitely winning that. He can't handle the pressure. Overall, his game is better than mine. Over 18 holes, I just end up winning because <laughs> uh, he's going to have a few bad stretches. Then he gets into his head and starts missing like two foot putts a lot. Uh, so that would be how much do you how much would you weight world golf rankings for outrights and DraftKings play? I think it's a part of the equation. Like that's why I'm on Burn this week. I burned is the sixth best player in this field per the world rankings. Now the world rankings have an awful lot of problems. Uh, but he's won three times on the Euro Tour last year. I like Burned Weisberger. I know what I'm getting with Burned Weisberger. I know he's a guy who has a high percentage to miss the cut, but he's also someone who can reel off eight birdies in a row and go win a tournament. I've seen him compete in WGCs. I've seen him compete in majors. He's a good player, and he's underpriced this week. That doesn't mean he's going to be good, but that would be a factor in for me. I mean, that specific strategy is the reason the result of my biggest win on DraftKings ever. When I used Satashi Kadaira at $6,400 and he was like the eighth best player in the field by the world rankings. Like, I don't know a ton about Kadaira, but he tends to play well in Japan. Why couldn't this be a good course for him? And he ended up winning. So it was great. Any interest in Brandon Hagee? No. Wish James Han was here so we could get a Han. I'm going to say that hurts my throat. My throat's not feeling good right now. Tigala, top 25? I mean... Probably not, no. <laughs> Any thoughts on Sang Moon Bay as a low flyer? I always like Sang Moon on POA. I'd rather go with my guy Sung you'll know. Thoughts on RCB? Already went with that. If Chalky you top. If Chalky you top with Finau Casey, is Redmond more of a fade? I would think so, but I mean, if you're going to go with Finau Casey and Redmond, the rest of your lineup is probably not going to be very good, and it's probably not going to be highly owned, so there's probably... Not that big of a deal. Shout out to the Dogger Pass boys. Yeah, Paul's behind the camera. Cody's coming in later. They're going to film tonight for the card for UFC. That will be released tomorrow morning. Probably the most profitable show on the Pat Mayo experience in terms of the network of shows that we have. So highly recommend you watch the... uh, We have 30 seconds to get three more likes, by the way, or I'm ending this. How do you feel about playing several guys in the low sevens and sixes just to get DJ and Casey? I can see it. Tringali Chalk. I don't think, I mean, chalk versus where he's at, but I have him at like six to 8% owned. So it's not, he's not like super duper chalk. He's not like 20% owned Uh, compared comparatively in the six K range. Yes. But that's less of a big deal for me. If you like someone like that, uh, love your content. Really enjoy playing DraftKings PGA. Now shout out, enjoy it. Have some fun. Go win some cash thoughts on Homa and his ownership. I like Homa. He's a good player. Sets up well for this course. Casey Van Royen, Casey Van Royen Fleetwood English Wolf spelled incorrectly. That's the entire thing. Perfect. How much do you put in? How much stock do you put in by round stats on Fantasy National? I don't quite understand what you mean. I think it depends on what you're looking for. There are certain things where you get a very small sample, uh, like the Eagle Rate, where if you have 12 rounds of data for someone, that's three courses. Generally speaking, if they had made the cut, maybe it's four if they miss a cut in there. And then maybe those were super, again, like you have to be able to contextualize everything. Everything is just not what it is on face value. Like Eagles, we expect to be higher this week, despite the fact there's only three par fives, because each of these has an average birdie rate of 2%, 3%, or eagle rate of 2%, 3%, 4%. That's pretty high for a lot of par fives. That means people are going to get there too. Some par fives 
don't have equalable par fives at all. Or maybe that those rounds were accounted for people playing par 70s and those were only two par fives. You only get two chances, limited chances. Maybe those aren't eagle holes. Maybe there's a three shot or difficult to hit par five. So that's why I think that measuring it out, something like that over a longer period of time gives you a better idea of who's actually good at this stuff versus who has been very good in a very random limited sample of time. English or Redmond DKGPP? I like Doc Redmond. What do you think of players like Henley and English true betting odds in a field like this? Should they be similar to players like Shoffley and Scott in a strong field? Uh, No, I don't think that they should be. And that's why I didn't bet them this week, despite liking them. I think that, honestly, I think they're overvalued most weeks. But their actual true win equity, and this is just my personal guess. I could be way off on this, and maybe they are. I mean, most betting odds on golf are not true odds anyway. Uh, They're always overinflated. But those guys should be like 50, 55 to 1 in this field for actual true win equity. And they're... 28 or 30 to one that just ended up being a pass on me vegas ownership if you remember at fantasynational.com slash mayo to get that discount you can just go look this up yourself just into the double digits i have johnny vegas this week uh, as per fantasy national users Ryder and gooch or warinsky and schwab slash seifert can't you just go Ryder and seifert that would be my play calm down pat you don't tell me to calm down because you're banned for life three me Tell me to calm down. How fucking dare you? How dare you do that on my own show? You know what? You start your own show where you can just tell me to calm down. That's fine. On the Pat Mayo experience, you shut your fucking mouth. How about that? Actually, we don't, we're never going to hear from you again, so it doesn't matter. CH3 ownership this week. We have uh, 2%. He was a lot of putting. Wrote a really hot putter. And that got him through the weekend after having a three under first round last week. So just watch out for that. He's a decent player, though. I'm shocked to see him that low in terms of ownership, uh, just because he's usually such a chalky guy. What do you think? Do you think Brian Gay will make the cut? No. Had to jump into the meeting. Can you rank Zhang, Zhang Gang, Piercy, and Burned? Uh, are you using any? I'm using Burn for sure. So he's number one. Then I'd go Zhang. Then I'd go Piercy. Love your cheat sheet. What is a F? What FRL sweat you had last week with Steel? Four bucks. Yes, I did have a steal first round leader sweat for bucks last week. That is true. But because I played the each way, I got paid one fourth of his odds, which was, I think, 32 to one. No. Was he 100 or 125? Well, either way, it was either 25 or 32 to one on his top five. So, I mean, that makes up like last week was a really interesting one because um, like now nah, I hit the top 10 so I didn't get completely wiped out for the week but you cobble together a 10 to 1 then you cobble together a 25 to 1 and you don't have a winning week but you don't have a massive losing week either sometimes cobbling together a top 20 a top 10 and a split on a top 5 of a first round leader that's good enough for you know to keep you treading water until the big weeks it's like when you're on DraftKings and you know you put in 100 bucks and you get 65 back like you know those weeks are going to happen. It's much better than winning zero that week. It just means you don't have to reload. It gives you it gives you a bit more wiggle room that you can really take advantage of those big weeks when they come along. That's why I like to spread around some of the equity that I have a little bit on these top 20s and top 10s and not just live or die by the outright leader market, which in retrospect, looking back at what I've done right now over like the past like 10 events or so, I wish I was only betting the outright winners. I've been hitting outright winners, and I'd be winning more money on top of that instead of wasting the money on the top 20s. But over time, I found that spreading out and diversifying my funds a little bit has turned out to be a little one. 
a little way just to kind of hedge your equity a little bit and have continuous winning weeks instead of getting wiped off the board. Schwartz versus Swafford. I don't know who Schwartz is. Is that a guy who's actually playing golf this week? Maybe I'm wrong on this. Uh, no, he is not someone who is playing this week. So Swafford, going to get that one right, I think, unless he scores negative points. I mean, he probably meant Schwartzel. Oh, Schwartzel. <laughs> that makes sense. And then Schwartzel then. I thought he was someone. I, like, who, I didn't know if you were being sarcastic. No, I just I, listen. If you're not gonna, like, why spell out that? Why why not say Churl if you're gonna like not spell out the guy's entire name? I thought it was someone who was using the Schwartz to put in some putts. What's your criteria of labeling someone as Chuck? Like above eighteen percent, fifteen above, eighteen above, that kind of thing. When you say, when you say, give your head a shake, I always hear it in Shorsi's voice. I don't know who that is. Who's that? I don't know. Who is that? Is that someone? Shorsies? I Googled it. Apparently, it's someone from Letterkenny, a show which I watched five minutes of and would never watch again. Fucking hate that show. Uh, In One and Done, is it okay to fade DJ and Brooks? Well, if you don't think they're going to win, then they're great fades in One and Done. Do you think the winner will come from greater than 9K or below? Yeah. Uh, from greater than 9K, I do think that it's probably, I mean, I, hopefully it's like high eights with Redmond or EVR. That would be nice. But odds would say that it would come from someone above 9K. Uh, you need to be the Scott Hansen of golf. I agree. Now we're getting to bad stuff here. Although we did get to the like. Thank you very much for that. Gently caress that like button. Fantasy National is a game changer. I agree, Megan. Slash Mayo for 20% off. Do you like Scott Stallings this week as a DraftKings play? I do. I do like this. What did you do for a living before you got into this? This was my living. I've been doing this for since 2009. So we're approaching 12 years now, over 11 years doing this. So this is what I do. I was a writer. And then I went to broadcasting school and learned about video and audio and just made that my career. Because writing wasn't paying the bills. What percentage of your lineup do you? What percentage of your lineups do you get six players through the cut? I guess that depends on the week. It has not been going well recently. Uh, choose two: Warinsky, Ryder, Perez, Tringali. First two: Ryder and Warinsky. David Ernst ownership. That's not a real player. Derek Ernst. David Ernst zero percent. Derek Ernst like three percent. Any interest in Aaron Wise? No. My question is, how bad of an idea do you think it is locking Casey instead of DJ into my 20 lineups? I like the bold idea of taking a stand. I like Casey this week. I don't hate it. Just when he makes like a 12 on a hole, you're going to be kicking yourself. Adam Scott plus 400, 4,000, sorry, 40 to 1 to win the PGA Championship. Do you like those odds? I'd like to see him first. That's all I'm saying. Thoughts on Straka 66. Seems low. Seems like Seb Straka should always be like 150 to 1. And we're out of question. Let me jump over to Facebook for a second because I've been neglecting the good people of Facebook over there to see if anyone has any questions. We'll call this a five-minute warning since I've got to the bottom of the chat on YouTube. Uh, if you have any more pressing questions, like at this or this, that now is the time for rapid-fire questions. If you want me to answer a 2v2, a 1v1 for you and just fade my pick because that's probably the right move. Let's go up here. Oh, captions are auto-generated on Facebook. That's always a good question. Uh, let's see. What's your projection ownership for Wolf around 13%? What's going on with Dustin Johnson? That's barely a question, Bob. Who do you think has the highest upside this weekend? Lewis Rogers or Ventura? 
probably Tom Lewis. Who has the higher ownership, more or list? List. Any love for Johnny Vegas? There is love for Johnny Vegas, just not for me. Thoughts on Ted Potter Jr.? I like him at shorter courses better. Merritt, a good play? He's not a bad play. I'm not using him, though. Bryce Garnett kind of popped in my modeling. Am I doing something wrong? He did the same thing for me. I went through that earlier in the show. I like Bryce Garnett as a DraftKings play. How often do you play anyone under 7K? A lot. Probably way too much. If you never played anyone below 7K, you'd probably be more successful. Um, is what I'm throwing out there. But I just can't. I want to make myself feel smart and hit some sleeper down in the 6K and galaxy brain it, because that's my move. But I also you know, don't win all that much. So that's probably not the best idea. Ryder or Hoffman? Ryder. Cam Davis or Power? Davis. People keep asking for a James Hahn. It's not going to happen every week. Like I said, maybe I'm going to limit that to when he's actually playing. How do you address the cheap Euro guys like Burned, Lewis, and Schwab? Minimal stats on them so they don't come out in my model, but the skill is there. I think you have to look at you know long-term with them. Who do you like the best? I think skill-wise, it's Burned, Schwab, and Lewis in that order. And I'm only using Burned just because I think he's by far the, be- the better. Does Fantasy National have stats on water balls out of bounds? No. Straka is putting well. Well, that's not a question. You might get banned for life. Wind on Friday, Pat. Wind on Friday. Ban for life. There's three. How many? Uh, was that's, that a- that's, that's three now. I think that's a four, actually. Oh, is it? Are we up to four? Yeah, we're up to Plus four. Plus the timeout, so that's like a half. Yeah. Herman or Vegas? I would pass on both and use Ryan Moore. Bubba, Glover, Redmond, Henley. Pick two. Henley and Redmond. Ryder or Grace? Ryder. Casey and Ryder or Wolf and Stallings? Casey and Ryder. Those are actually my two plays in that PGA video that's going to come out. I don't know why they don't release it on a Tuesday. I filmed it on like a Tuesday morning. Does Austin Cook make the cut? Maybe. (laughs) I I don't care. Hopefully he misses it because I'm not using him. Can you guys do a live UFC show sometime soon? Probably not going to be in the works. Is that something you even have interest in doing? A live UFC show? I don't see why we would do it live. The difficulty thing is, is like I would be doing live betting and stuff, which could be helpful. I don't know if they're talking about well. But if we UFC- did it on YouTube, you have like a thirty second delay. So and like you know the way that we're watching as well, it's just like by the t- like it could be really difficult for people to tail. I don't know if they're talking about watching UFC live and doing a show live. I think they're just talking about like a live show like this, but you guys doing your show. I just don't see what the need would be. Nah, probably not. It's easier for us to do and put the graphics in and all that stuff afterwards. Yeah. And like treat the audio, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Using any Wyndham Clark? I am not. A little late. Thoughts on Brennan Grace? I like Brennan Grace. I'm using him. And I think his ownership is going to be low because he was a late add into the field. Paul Casey finishing 21st or better? Hope so. Fino, DJ Brooks, Bubba Glover, Wolf. Thoughts on these guys as starters in PGA Fantasy? Thanks. I mean, that's like the top end of the field. Just go watch like the DraftKings show from yesterday when we specifically talk about all of those guys. Burns is poo-poo. Wouldn't be 29th if I played on PGA Tour. That's a ban for life. (laughs) Favorite 6K range went through the 6K already. Glover is striking the ball really well with his irons. Oh, you're answering other people's questions? You're banned for life. Sorry. I think we hit the over on that. That was fun. Is there any power in Pat Perez's mullet this week? Can he make the cut? Hope so. Uh, Can I expect a rider ownership jump? I think people were on him anyway. 
Please need help. What the odds on Cho? That's not even a real question. That doesn't even make sense. I'm impressed with how much that doesn't make sense. Long or Shank pass? Any Kyle Stanley love? I'm using Kyle Stanley. Sure. When will you and Feinberg have your own show on Golf Channel? I have a feeling that golf that I have a better chance of getting a show on Golf Channel without Jeff Feinberg. Although the show would be significantly worse. Who knows what Jeff's going to say or like fight with people at Golf Channel at the same time. Uh, they'd be losing out on a, well, someone who knows a lot about golf and too, a lot of entertainment. So I probably wouldn't do that show without Jeff Feinberg. Uh, but if Golf Channel you're watching and you want a good show, Pat Mayo and Jeff Feinberg. Definitely something that you should air. For cash player props on Fleetwood, should win V Kepka minus 15. Brooks is hurt-ish, and Troy Merritt win v. Hoffman. I don't like either of those. Your voice gives me a headache. Please ban me for life. Okay. You can go fuck yourself on the that's, way out. That's seven. If people were taking the alternates, al- alternate totals, they're, uh, they're cashing big now, too. Cashing. We, really, we really caught up after a slow start on the band. Cashing plus money. When's Kenny Kim coming on the show? Kenny t- tends to work when I film. Uh, is the mid- main reason why Kenny's not on as often as I would like to have Kenny on. Plus, he and Tambo do The Degenerates. Everyone should subscribe to the Fantasy Golf Degenerates. That is a great show, and I love Kenny, and I love Tambo, even though I yell at Tambo whenever he is on. But we're pals. Seifert, Adam Long, pick one. Seifert, thoughts on Tringali? Been through that. Roz or Daphne? I like Daphne. Although Roz. I love, I love Roz reminds me a lot of my non-wife girlfriends. Uh, not... Not people that I'm, like, dating, but, like, the, my friends that are women. A lot like Roz in real life. People I like hanging with. Uh, are, you gonna, are you going to do any NBA or NHL playoff preview with them coming back next week? Probably not. I'm going to do a baseball show for either Thursday night or Friday. Sort of an overview for bets and props and what to expect from the year. Uh, maybe I can get Gary in and maybe he can host those shows. Uh, I just... I don't know. I, I don't like hockey, for one thing. I like basketball, but I'm no, like, expert on I'm no expert on baseball either but i had a free spot in the schedule that i can put those in rank burns vegas homa list uh homa burns vegas list no list vegas that order burned v warinsky head-to-head question that's a matchup you might be able to play somewhere i think wyndham clark or ch3 i'd go with clark will we see cam stewart sitting back on your show soon again cam does his own show i think he has two shows every single day it's just hard for our schedules to go in English said there was fatigue over the past four days of play. Thoughts on COVID players? I don't know. That's just pure conjecture. And what affects one guy one way will not affect another guy another way. That's it. What do you think of Alex Nor? Pass. Bubba or Glover? Glover. Fleetwood, EVR, or Redmond in one and done? Fleetwood. Sure, why not? Uh, Uline or Danny Lee? Uline. Otwal or Ryan Gibson? Otwal. Vegas or Uline? Uline. Uh, I think that is everything. That's it. We're out of questions. All right, we got through it all. Thank you all for the likes. Thank you for downloading and subscribing and becoming a member at fantasynational.com. Use slash mayo or the promo code mayo and get yourself that discounted 20% off. Highly worth it. I'd recommend the weekly just to test your feet. You don't like it, then you can unsubscribe. Stop being a member. But everyone who has a membership at Fantasy National seems to like it. Uh, And it's not like me telling you what's going on. You can just put in what you want and make your own picks. That's the best part about it. There's no influence there besides the actual raw data. It's just an easy way to put those together, plus all of the tools, the ownership projections, the lineup builders, all of that stuff. 
Highly recommend fantasynational.com slash mayo. Rate and review the Pat Mayo Experience five stars. We had football yesterday. We have all of the other golf shows that are already out. We'll have UFC tomorrow, baseball on Thursday night or Friday. And I'll be back with the Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League and the First Look Show for the St. Jude WGC on Saturday evening or Sunday morning. And then we're doing it all over again. We've got a major in two weeks, by the way. That's going to be a lot of fun, so make sure to stay tuned to everything going on right now as it pertains to the Pat Mayo Experience. Thank you all for watching. Thank you for your questions. Smash the like on the way out. I'm Pat Mayo, and I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience! Experience! The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com